الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار جبريل كيم تو ذا بروفيسور صلى الله عليه وسلم and ask him a couple of questions and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam answered those questions and uh, one of the the things jibril alaihi salam asked the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was about iman that was the second thing he asked him and in the explanation given by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam about the pillars of iman he mentioned the last one being al-qada wal qadr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a very important uh, element that should be manifested in the life of a believer who wants to succeed in this life we all know what is going on in the world nowadays and people are depressed and the stress is increasing family are in this uh, disintegrated what should happen is not happening you know people are going out of their mind and all of these are the signs of not having a perfect belief in the qadr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala death is imminent and risk is confirmed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but unfortunately we depend on others so much in the way we lost the natural and the real track that's where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left us with ourselves to suffer so that we will come back to him you know if we really want the peace and comfort in this life qadar is to believe that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and he has written that which he knows and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a will and only based on his will everything is taking place on earth and also he is the one who plays that will into practice and action this is the creation these are the pillars of the qadr that a muslim should have in his mind every single moment in his life if he really is looking for comfort in this life it necessitates that a muslim should understand that this is a secret between allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself and going deeper in this uh, manner can put a person into trouble one of, is one of the most dangerous you know areas that a person uh, is going you know all of the deviation all of the, those things that you have seen and the clashes amongst the muslims usually exist concerning this this manner and it is supposed to be very simple concept that brings you comfort in life what does that mean it means to believe that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written what is happening nowadays one of the companions of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was telling his child he said you should know that you will never be accepted by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unless if you believe that whatsoever happens to you will never miss you and whatsoever missed you will never happen to you 
Imagine everyone believes in this. Anything that is happening in this life, it is happening because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let it happen. And He planned that it's going to happen. In the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no coincidence. We have coincidences because we don't know what is in the future. We don't plan for it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said 50,000 years before the creation of the universe, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the pen to write what happened and what is happening and what will happen. All the three tenses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the pen to write. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, فَجَرَ الْقَلَمُ بِمَا هُوَ كَائِنٌ إِلَى يَوْمَ If you have this in mind, death will not be an issue. Rather than you being in a state of fear of what to say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you meet him. But is that what people are afraid of? Most likely we are afraid of losing the life. Ali bin Abi Talib said, Look for death and life will be granted to you. He does not mean at all that you should take a sword and go and put yourself into trouble. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wala tahluka. He's talking about relaxing, depending on the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written that something is going to happen or that, uh, to you of that nature, it is going to take place, la mahala, and you cannot avoid it. So many people have been trying, making a, 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 an effort to see how to escape this, you know, confirmed visitor that is going to visit everyone. Nobody succeed and nobody will succeed because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written this ajal for everyone. What does that mean? Relax and keep moving. That's the reason why Umar, when he met some people in the masjid, you know, they are so afraid of what will happen and death. Umar chased them out of the masjid. He says, go and look for the risk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّ فِي الْأَمْرِ مُتَّسَعَ He said, we still have time because you don't know when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take your life. And if this is the case, just keep moving. Because you might be thinking that you will die tomorrow, you will die today, you will die after one year, but Allah SWT will grant you long life. So if you're not productive, you depend on that unknown, you're going to be depressed in this life, unproductive. The same goes to the risk, which is the main reason why I have chosen this khutbah. Most of us on earth nowadays, we are so much afraid of this. And subhanallah, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fixed it and He told us about the way He designed this risk is so amazing. Allah says, You know, imagine if we believe in this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is making a decision. The decision about how much you get in this life, Wallahi is not decided by human being. It is done by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heavens. They don't decide that on earth. And a single sin that Allah SWT has written to you has to come to you and nobody can stop it. And that's why, that's why it is up to us to be patient and look for it through the halal means or to be impatient and look for it through the haram means. And the Prophet did not neglect us. As Allah SWT said, from the beginning, I sabul insanu an yutra does human being think that Allah SWT is going to create him and neglect him just like that with no command? Some of the, the, the Mufassirin says, with no commands from Allah SWT, no guidance from Allah. 
This would never happen. Allah doesn't create a creation and left them with no guidance. Even the animals, they have a system they follow. Different from ours, but they do have. We have the, cons uh, I mean, I mean the common sense. We have the aql. That's why Allah SWT granted us this guidance. All that we have to do is to take it and apply it and preserve it and put it into practice and action. Rasulullah said, Inna ruha al-Qudsi nafatha fi rawi'i allan tamuta nafsun hatta tastakmila rizqaha fattakullaha wa ajmilu fi talab wa la yahmilannakum istibta'u al-rizqi an tatlubuhu bighayri ma'ahallahullah Subhanallah, very beautiful hadith that every Muslim should know. He said, Jibreel inspired me that nobody will die, nobody will live this life before completing that which Allah SWT has prescribed for him. If Allah says you are going to get this amount of money, this amount of risk, this amount of wealth, you will never leave this life without getting it. So what's the problem then? The problem is our attitude. That's the reason why the Prophet said, he said, Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make sure that the sources of your rizq, they are fine with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the halal. Because the halal one is coming. There is nobody who can stop it on earth. Allah, there is nobody who can stop your rizq. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written has to come to you, wherever you go. That's what Imam Shafi was saying in one of his uh, poetry. He says, if I am under the sea, and my rizq is under the sea inside uh, Sakhra. You know, the Sakhra, the rock, which is so and it's solid and also slim, he said, which cannot be pen penetrated. Allah SWT will let me find a way to go and get it down the sea there. So there is no way for us to rush. It is just up to us to exercise the patience and the halal one will come. Like they mentioned about Ali bin Abi Talib, he came to give, to reward somebody who he asked for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa to keep his camel out of the masjid. The person was impatient. He found out that the, the lijam for the camel, that rope which they put on the neck, he found it to be excellent and good. So he stole it and go and sold it in the marketplace. And how much he got? Two dirham. Ali bin Abi Talib came out of the masjid with two dirham to give him free of charge. When he came, he couldn't find the man and he couldn't find the, 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 the rope. He gave the two dirham to somebody. He told him, go to the marketplace and buy a new one for me. The boy went to the market and bought the new one. When Ali looked at it, he found out that this is his lijam. He told the boy, go to the marketplace and ask the one who you got from him, the, the, the lijam. How much did he get it from that person who sold it to him? He said, two dirham. Ali bin Abi Talib says, subhanallah. He was impatient to get two dirham, which is halal. He went and get it in the haram way. He says, Allah SWT has written the halal way. I'm out here to give him, but he doesn't want that. That's what the Prophet meant when he says, How many people complain nowadays? We don't have halal things. There is nothing much to do except this, you know. Subhanallah. As if Allah SWT told them that this is the only source of risk. If a person opens his eyes, Allah SWT has never created a people and placed them in a place except that He created and provided for them that which is sufficiently enough for them to survive. This concept of scarcity exists only in the wants but not in the need.
الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد. As I was saying, this concept of scarcity, in the sense of need, it does not exist. Allah never created the people without providing for them that which they need to survive. Just remove the greed, just remove the injustice, just remove the unfairness that is taking place by a few from among us, and then see what will happen. All of these campaigns that we're having, ha, uh, we're having, you know, talking about people in this country, people in that country, they are suffering from hunger. Talk to those people who are having the extension of risk to share that which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave them, and let them stop the injustice and atrocity that is committed in those people, and see whether those people will survive or not. This is how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala designed the system. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Fatqo Allah wa ajmil fi talab." And then he said, "Wala yahmilannakum istibta'u rizqi an tatlubuhu bi ghairi ma ahallahu Allah." This is our problem. Istibta'u rizq. We're impatient because Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala caused it to delay. Then we just have impatient, we go and look for it through the haram way. But the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "It just the matter of patience. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely give you the halal one." And therefore I really urge all of us to monitor that which we're doing, because aqdamuna la taqdir ala nar. On the day of judgment, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned that a person is going to be weighed, putting people. Uh, I mean, weighing the scale, the scale that Allah subhanahu wa taala talk about the mizan is is not just for the amal. The person also himself also is going to be placed on the scale. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "On the day of judgment, they will bring a man who is so bulk, so huge, you know, lakinahu lazinu عند الله جناح بعوضا. It would not have the value and the mass and the weight of a wink of a mosquito on the scale." The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam talked to them when they criticized Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. He says, "Atadhakuna min dikkat zaqay, lahu ma athqal fi al-mizan min jabal ahd." He says they are heavier than the mizan. They are heavier on the mizan than the amount of uhud. That's why the closest opinion among the, clo- uh, the opinions of the scholars that a person also is going to be placed on the scale himself. So what does that mean? I should monitor what I'm eating. I should monitor my earning, because there is a heavy question that is going to happen on the day of judgment. And only if I pass those four questions that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to be asking uh, uh, me, then jannah will be easy for a person. The Prophet Allah said, "لن تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل عن أربع عن عمره فيما أفناه وعن شبابه فيما أبلاه وعن ماله من أين اكتسبه وفيما أنفقه وعن علمه ماذا عمل به." These are the four things that we have to be answering in this life. Your knowledge, what did you do with it? The 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 risk that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala granted you. How did you get it and how did you spend it? And your youthness, your youth. And the age that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the life that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala granted you, how did you finish it? So I do believe that all of us have the capacity to exercise patience. When you couldn't find the halal way, stay away from the haram. It is better for you in this life. You find the success, and the success also in the hereafter. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You were fiqhana jamian. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad. كما صليت على على آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها 
وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم امنا في اوطاننا واصلح ائمتنا وولاه امورنا اللهم امنا في اوطاننا واصلح ائمتنا وولاه امورنا اللهم اصلح الائمه والرؤساء في ماليزيا وفي سائر بلاد المسلمين اللهم اصلح شباب المسلمين اللهم اصلح شباب المسلمين اللهم ارفع عنا الوباء والبلاء اللهم ارفع عنا الوباء والبراء والبلاء اللهم ارفع عنا البلاء والوباء اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم مشكره على نعمه يزلكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون بالسلام <تصفيق> اللهم اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله